Let's see what you can. B-roll all day long. Focalin, Ritalin, fuck it all, Geritol. Sorry, boss. Don't be sorry. It's the best fucking episode we've ever done. We're rolling. We're rolling? Mm-hmm. Well, let's slap some fucking numbers. What this. Oh, wait. Which, which episode? Are we still doing 261? No, that was last week. Yeah, but we only have like 15 minutes of footage from the, on the road. I gave you at least an hour. No. <laughs> so what do we do? 261? 261, because we're going to have more to talk about for the next episode. Well, this isn't 262 then. Good. No, Let's do it. Let's do 262. This is episode 261. 262. Excellent. Good, good, good. <laughs> and uh, if you're joining us on the, on the wire, if you're not watching us on our uh, Overlord's uh, YouTube, just that, let me, uh, Chad's wearing his far screen. Uh, um, Turbo's wearing his, uh, his uh, what was it, Wallace Coffee? Yeah. Look at that. Wasn't this in Florida? Yeah, it was in Florida. Florida. Yeah. Wow. Those are, uh, it was one of those things because I don't drink a whole lot of coffee, but it was like, oh, this is really good. I'm buying a shirt, you know, so. You I wish I could remember what that tastes like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Florida. So that, Tampa? Or outside of Tampa somewhere? It's a dump on a stub. It was a laptop. It was a laptop. Well, you said on a stub. It looked like he was, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see that. It looked like it was a, a, a depth gate in the woods kind of thing. That's cool. <laughs> I'll have to look them up. I'm yeah. there online. They got to be. So, coffee shops, take notice. If Turbo likes coffee, he's buying a shirt. Yeah. That's a good... Uh, that's a good idea. That's a good, yeah. That's okay. a good incentive for... Uh, and I'm wearing the, I'm wearing the, 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 the One Moxie shirt. I, I, I get paid every time I wear it. So... Uh, yeah. By the hour? No, no, no. Just, 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 just per wear. And then <laughs> yeah. I, have to, I have to send it in every time I wear it. Oh, yeah. You wore it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> we get the money. That's the uh, yeah. system. We've uh, man, but lots happened since the last since the last round. We're 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 pushing extra hard for our. We're going out to California the end of this month, February. We're 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 heading out that way, and uh, we're doing the ninth and the tenth in uh, just in Sonora, California, just outside of San Francisco. We're doing a two day festival out there. Uh, uh, we're we're really trying to hit that hard. I don't know if we have any friends out there, but if we have anybody. Out in that area, we'd love to know where, we, you know, if there's radio still we can talk to or any rags that we can call up because we'd love to do some promotion for them because it looks like it's going to be a very, very, very fun event. We'll list the bands on there, but the the, 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 the two that we know of are the Wicked Tinkers and uh, we, we, we've never played with them before. I know we've crossed paths. I know we've played festivals that they've played, but we've never been on the same bill. Yeah. Well, that one guy, yeah. They were there when we did Sonora the first time. They were they're playing? We didn't play on the same stage, yeah. There were two different stages, at least, remember? Oh, yeah. But that one yeah. of them, one of those guys, uh, I forget his name. He was a dark, dark-haired dark dude. He, he did come see us play, like, both times. Well, no, I think you're thinking of Tempest. Was that Tempest? Yeah, that was Tempest. Oh, wait, we already had this conversation. Uh, Leaf was the guy's name. Not L-E-A-F. L E I F Leaf, uh, he's from one of those Scandinavian places, and uh, so yeah, so we never got to see them play. However, we've heard many, many things. I I I've spoken with Leaf on the phone many times. Uh, he was at, uh, looking for information for for um, festivals and names and contacts and whatnot. Uh, let me take this opportunity as well to say uh, to our friend Ed Walnutsky up in Dallas. Yes, a big you. thank you to to Ed. He's uh, he's been. He's that list that uh, Meg, thank you, Meg. Mm-hmm. That the list that Meg is working on, I mean, I mean tremendous, unending, ginormous 
piece of information right there from Ed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Ed's been a friend of ours for years. He was in a band years ago called... Yeah, Fire. Deep, very good. Which is now Cleghorn. The ones with the backing tracks? Yes. With the fake bass? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the same one. But not when, not not, when he was not, in the not band. When Ed was in the band. He, he played a real bass. He, he played a real bass. Do you hear that? How many, how many strings were on it? Can you remember? At least four. There was five. Was there five? Yeah, okay. he was playing five strings. <laughs> so uh, my, my, my disdain for backing tracks appeared at around the same time as... I just, only because, like I say, good players, nice guys, but they seem to just just drag the whole stage down. Meaning the times and the the the, the nerves of, of the sound guys, all and just everybody that had to work with these guys just seemed to be, you know, deflated after working because you, you, computers not firing up, the song, you know, songs don't line up. Uh, we. We stumbled across a similar situation when we went from this huge mixing board, huge, huge, huge mixing board, 32 channels, something like that, all the bells and whistles on it. We went to this MR18. It's the Midas MR18, which is a phenomenal rig, and I've got no problems with it whatsoever. However, it's so weird to, to me because I'm not a computer guy. I'm just not computer friendly here or here or here. Yeah. But, uh, when the, the frustrating thing with the Midas early on was when we would have our inner systems close to the, to the board, the reception's gone. Yeah. And you couldn't get connectivity. And we, we were just struggling with all kinds of, we learned later to separate keep, keep them separated, yeah. keep, keep the distance and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but the, the frustrating thing to me was I'm standing beside this brand new piece of gear which is phenomenal. Like this board that used to be this big. Remember, remember the the the, the oh, Mackie. Yeah. I mean, thirty two. Yeah. I mean, just we every, went through every, several different. Big, oh yeah, big old fashioned boards. Yeah, we had a ton of them. Berger, Mackie. Uh, um, we never, you never had Hughes and Kenner, but uh, we've had not Hughes and Kenner. Um, anyway, uh, standing beside it, tablet, all the best, and, and you couldn't get it to go on. And I'm, I just wanted to smash it over that motherfucker. Just call it. It's right fucking here. We couldn't read it. Everything's within this proximity. You know, nothing is distant, but it, it couldn't find it. So that to me was when you plug in a cable and you don't get a signal, the cable's broken. That's, that's just it. And you change the cable and boom, you're back up. Oh, anyway, so <laughs> that was the same thing with... Actually, it's not the same thing. It's, it, it, it's frustrating, yes. But when you working with backing tracks, the band can't play without the yeah. backing tracks because they've, they, they've hitched their wagon to that. Yeah. And you can't, there's no, you can't, you know, like as we were often fond of doing in this band, there'll be curveballs and they'll be like, Hey, let's, uh, let's do a break right here. Or let's, let's wait, stop. Let's, let's go into this song instead. Or, yeah, you know, you, and also, like we have the luxury too. Like if 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 we do break down, like the power goes out, or you break a string, or something else breaks, we can come back in any start at any point in the song we want. We don't have to start over from the beginning. If you're on backing tracks, you don't have that, that luxury unless you've got some really elaborate. It's yeah. possible, I guess. But you'd have to go and track, and you're introducing technology into a situation that should should be ideally completely off the cuff. And I just hate that whole idea. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's never been. It's never. I, it's just, never appealed to me. The I, 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 I have. I have 
thought about having the Moog thing on the floor with just being able to put some some kind of a, a keyboard underneath just to have, but you still play it yourself. It's not recorded. It's not yeah. on a click track. It's not a, yeah, but like, it's just so, there's so like little, giggly, yeah, there's so little you can do. You cannot, like you say, improvise. You can't, we like to, you know, I like to, anytime you get the whale eye, you know, anytime that you get the, the, hey, he's going to do something different. You know, I, I, I signal like, we're not stopping. We're going into something else. We're changing key. Mm-hmm. We're changing tempo. Mm-hmm. We're changing the song. We're going into, we're trying something. Yeah. You know, none of that, all that stuff's right. Uh, somebody comes up to sing fairy tale. Guess what? You can't sing it because it's, you know, there's, right. There's, there's no, there's no give. There's no, yeah, especially you know, that. Yeah. There's a big difference of somebody having an enhancement, right? You hit the pedal, you have a little sound. If it enhances the performance you're, versus, you're versus it's one of your tires on the car. Like, if it's the entire, yeah. you can't move. You can't do nothing. Like it's, you know, yeah. it's it's driving. Yeah, it's your leader. Yeah, you know. But we already have three of them. So no more shit. But well, speaking of tires too, hell, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so tire story too. So just a few months back, the, the tires that Jay Holland got bought us. Jay, oh my, to be continued. Jay mm-hmm. Holland. Jay. When are we gonna see him again? That, see to him. be continued. Coming up, but he bought brand new, you know, took the van, you know, came back with all new tires on it. You don't worry about it. You know, that guy. Yeah. Um, he, uh, so anyway, I, I brought those tires in because they're on the van. That's how they move. That's how they get from place to place. So the van took the tires or the tires took the van. You tell me. Um, and I went to, to think because one of them had a slow leak, but these are new tires. I, I bought them, but thank you, Jay, for the many, many miles of, Wonderful tires. Anyway, I bought new ones a while back, not too long ago. And uh, I, one of them was just getting a, it, it, it was a slow leak. They brought it back in. I have, a, you know, all insurance on it, and, you know, all that crap, you know, so you get. And uh, I brought it in. The motherfucker's trying to sell me new tires. <laughs> I swear to God. And I said, I said, do you see on the top of the receipt the date? Do you see where, you know? And I said, don't even try. He's just a little choppy on the inside. I was like, I'm going to show you choppy on the inside. <laughs> I wish, that, oh I wish that I recorded you when you told me this story. Because you're like, do you see the date? Do you see the date? I was like, I'm like, I'm going to this place. Like, I was so bumped up. I was like, oh my God. You're like, I just bought these. I like, just got, yeah. I mean, there's, oh. they, still, they still have the little rubber, you know, the little hairs on, on the side of the tire. <laughs> the, the things are brand new. I have the, I've rotated them. We, we do a lot of miles, no question. But are they that? You know, are they all in there? I mean, they yeah. are. You you look at them, and, you know, and, and I keep the you know I keep it you know, very very clean. You know, so but you look at that thing; it looks like the brand new tires. It just brand. You know, I mean, he's trying to sell me new tires. I like, oh, give me patience right now. Uh, anyway, back to backing tracks. Yay! Backing, backing, back to back tracks. Backing up, back into back tracks. We uh, yeah, it's just so uh, you know. To, to, to me, the soul gets ripped out of any rock and roll band with that, you know, with that, you know, that, and especially when you're doing original music and you do it because the original music, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And it depends on the show. I mean, the show, obviously we're, we're talking about spasmatics last week or a couple weeks ago that, uh, that, that was a fun show, but it was, you have to accept the fact that that's not a real band. You know, they're, they're doing, you know, pantomime. Yeah. It, it's basically, it's a performance. It's, that's fine. 
but it's not the same thing that a real band does. Now, now the musicians, I'll, I'll say this as a caveat, maybe, possibly a caveat, I don't know. But uh, the guys that were playing that day, I think they could have played every song that was on that list. However, it's a franchise, so you can't, you know, it's... Right. But I, I believe that their capabilities would have allowed them to play every song that they played that night. And, I, and again, I would have preferred that. Now, I will go back again and say uh, our friends in uh, Mr. Wonderful here in Houston, cover band in, uh, uh, based out of Houston, and uh, I'll say a lifelong friend of mine, um, Good, actually uh, two, two of the guys in Mr. Wonderful are, are friends of mine for many, many, many years. Um, and they they play with backing tracks. And however, and, and again, I don't, I, I, I don't turn my nose up at that at all, only because they're doing stuff as a three-piece band that, you know, they're going in as a dance band, as a as an 80s thing. That's their shtick. And they can play their asses off on just about anything. However, that backing track, they, 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 they have a, they're bringing a show to you and they, they, they don't have a drummer, but they have drums on track and stuff like that. So like we, we were years ago fighting with the idea of going from amplification, big tube amps, huge, basically massive rigs to in-ears with direct system, right? So we were fighting with that, you know, demand isn't going to take the, at this point, I'm so happy that we, that we did that. And there are other bands too that will, you know, the metal bands that will fold their arms and go, fuck you, you don't know, you know, mm-hmm. that's not, but, and, and I, and I understand that part too, but I'll tell you, when you play in a club in New York, that's, about as big as that that couch, and your stage is only the the the, the, the corner. You'll learn yeah. to love the, a the in ears and b the direct. Well, plus we we have the luxury of having all those years under our belt already. I think it would have been a, a harder thing. It would have been. I don't know if we would have gone for it like back in you know the first five years or six years when you and I were still in love with our our tube gear. Yeah, you know? still. Especially the amount of money I spent on that MPEG rig. There's no way you're taking that thing away from me. But by the time we got around to to the to the in-ears and the, the direct gear, we had the tube gear was long gone already. So it it you know, like my MPEG, I still have it. The first two years I had it, it was great. Just it always sounded like a million dollars. And then, you know, as anybody who's had a tube amp for for a certain amount of time, especially the amp, I think the base amps, at least the, the MPEGs, that those tubes died sooner. I I know guys who've had you know, old ancient uh, guitar tube trip things. And they're still using the same tubes that were installed in the sixties or something. Not the MPEGs, at least. I don't know. But uh, so the tubes start to die and you have to replace those. And then it has to be re recalibrated and all this stuff. It's, and that's expensive. You can learn to do it yourself, but which I tried to, and it's just very easy to mess up. So, um, you know, I, I, so I, that was by the time we got around to this, this decision, my amp was sitting at home. He wasn't using his uh, diamond anymore. I think you'd started using, right? Had you gone back briefly to uh, the, one of your Marshall rig or or the or the what was the other one that you? Well, that was a tube amp too. Uh, the one that Julia bought you. Oh yeah, that was a tube amp. Yeah, that was a Friedman. That was a really nice Friedman. one. Actually, right. Diamond got mad at me. For yeah, that, yeah, for that because they were in direct competition. But they all but they all required a lot of maintenance and upkeep and stuff. Not not to mention being really heavy. So it. By the time well, you can't, well, you, you can't play at any level. You can't play at any decent level. Yeah, yeah. You know, but by the time you never you, had somebody. Sorry, 
Oh, so yeah, by the time you, you said, I think you, I think we need to, to consider moving away from amps. And I was like, ah, by that time I wasn't using tubes anyway. It was, I was using a, a total solid state. Harky, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, Harky, the Harky had died by this point. I was using my, which I still have my oh, Ampeg, yes. my Ampeg yes, Portaflex system, which sounded okay. It always, I didn't really think it sounded that great. And that's the funny thing that when I went to eventually bought the, the fly rig I have now, that my, my Tech 21 fly rig that I use for my bass now sounds better when it's amplified properly. That one sounds better than the Ampeg. That's a huge Portaflex amp that I was using before. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. It's because it's, it's, it has better emulator. It's an emulator. It just creates the tones that it creates. It's, it's supposed to sound like it's, it's meant to sound like an Ampeg. And my, my old tube amp, basically, which it pretty much does. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What were you going to say? It's, we've never come off stage of a performance <laughs> and somebody has told us, man, you know what would make it better? If you guys had big giant amps on stage. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I've never heard that once. You always hear, oh my God, it's, it's, it's so much better. Like, I'm not fighting the stage volume. You, you was it, what, what was the first thing Craig said when we came off the stage of all that? Not, not Craig and Huntsville. Craig and <laughs> I was never seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> David? No. Yeah. Um, first, I, first thing when we came off the stage, he was just, yes. Oh. Yeah, because he had complete control. He, yeah. You know, he, had, he was able to, you know, uh, we yeah. are playing a place this, uh, well, of course, you'll miss it, but. Uh, uh, hopefully you won't miss it. Hopefully you'll all be there. But we're playing uh, this Saturday in Angleton, second time down there. Place called the Dirty South. Phenomenal restaurant. Great stage. It's unfortunate they put us in the drawer behind the plexiglass. However, however, they, that's their. It's a restaurant, and they wanted to keep it. You know that they, they want that full control. When you come in with an amp, you kind of defeat the purpose of what the drummer back there because you want the amp back there too. You know, but. We did that last time, you know, the last time we played there. Was just fabulous. Right? Such, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. R- r- really fun time. But again, you, you, you know, we're, you know, I, I won't say pros, but we're definitely, we've definitely paid our dues with this gear. You know, we've. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it we've, definitely takes some getting used to. It was just like the MRT and there was a huge learning curve with the MRT and it wasn't just the, the Wi-Fi interference. Yeah. That was a big problem, but just learning how to use the damn thing. It's so strange when you have to, you know, go to the tablet and you've just been used to faders and, you know, fine tuning everything, but it's all in here. Everything is in this tiny little, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's- and then the joy of each band member, each band member having their own, uh, their own control over their own ears. Oh, yeah. So you just, you know, just, Oh yeah, I got it. Don't you? <sighs> yeah. And it, it, it amazes me that there aren't more clubs that, cause most clubs have these systems that are driven by iPads and stuff now. They should be plugging, uh, giving the bands the ability to to control their own mixes. I know. Make their jobs easier. Uh-huh. I haven't come across one club that does that yet. Get on it. The technology, we have the technology. Just fucking do it. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. One time you're all, man, you should just get the app and do your own. Yeah, just when get I first joined, I was like, wait, what? Show me that thing. I'm yeah. like, I don't think I've ever asked ever since. Hey, yeah. I need anything. I'm just yep. like. Just as we're playing, I'm like, do it. Okay, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Well, the big, the big here, the big problem before is because we, but until we figured out the interference problem, that, that we had a huge problem with those things not working. But now we know why they weren't working because the Wi-Fi was getting killed. Yeah, by yeah. the little uh, little uh, uh, North Carolina, uh, Jack in the Wood. I mean, he had the same problem. If we had a known then, he had the same problem. We're we're gonna say we kept cutting out, losing signal, and all that stuff. And we, you know, now we can tell them, hey, yeah. this is what we have to separate. separate those fibers, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, the best thing is for for gearheads at home <laughs> who are taking notes, the thing to do is just treat it as if it's an actual wedge monitor. Run an XLR right up to where you are on stage. Plug it in there. 
That way you, you'll remember to turn it off and on between sets as conserve battery power for one thing, but also you're separating it as much as you can from everybody else, which is what you want. And you don't want it anywhere near the Wi-Fi router because that's going to ruin everybody's day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The day I put it right next to me was all the interference issues were gone. Yeah. It was like, you might get some things here and there, but it's a little too. Yeah. We should go, we should go to North Carolina. Yeah. Play a show there. I know a band out there. We're busy. We're, we're at, we, we, we gotta go to the woodshed. Let's go. Not today. Oh, tomorrow. I thought you were saying. Let's go tomorrow. Yeah. I can go tomorrow. We can make it back in five time. That sounds like a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. The room is great. People are great. Uh, I mean, I, I love that spot too. And we played at the, uh, the Lost Patty in, in Nashville. We played in, uh, uh, we played the Nick in Alabama. We played, I mean, just, just, I, I love that trip. I love going up and seeing our friends up in uh, Pennsylvania and our friends up in uh, Maine. And I, I'm just, I, but again, we're, so in the end of this month, we, so we, we head out west. We're starting in the, in the Arizona, then heading out to California. And uh, I've just been, I'm just, that's so excited. Yeah. Just, just, I, I, I'll just go sit in the van and wait. I, I can't wait to get back in, you know. Hit all that stuff up again. It's going to be a lot of fun. I even got me a new game bag. It came in yesterday. Ooh. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy myself a present. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be good. Oh, this is my 2024 game bag. <laughs> so gig bag. Is it a Just backpack? A, is it a... Yeah, like a... Not necessarily a backpack. It's like a backpack on steroids, you know, just with all the compartments I need because I lose so much little crap. And so I'm like, man, I just need something smaller. What color is it? Black. <laughs> And everything, everything that goes into it is what color? Black. Uh, but I do want to say uh, as well today, this might be a separate separate thing, but uh, I, I want to send out um, a, uh, a heartfelt uh, message to, to uh, the Mojo Nixon crew. I don't know if, uh, I mean, this is, this is long gone or it's old news by now, but uh, Mojo Nixon passed away last night. Which is the what date is it today? Ah, uh, it's Slapper Day. I got you. Uh, today is the two sixty-two. So yeah, so it was ten o'clock uh, last night, and uh, uh, he was on. He was on. He was on the the the, the country cruise thing and uh, finished a gig and blah blah blah. Anyway, passed away. So uh, our good friend Pete, the uh, Mojo called him Wet Dog. Was his piano player, but Pete Gordon, uh, the dazzling Pete Gray, man of many names and endless talent, Pete Gordon. Uh, he he's been Mojo's right hand man for so long. We just uh, and and Mojo was such a huge, huge for such a I mean personality of, you know, uh, of just a he, he he had the personality of a tyrant, but he was the biggest. Heart, you know, biggest, a great performer. Uh, anybody that was alive back in the eighties and nineties would have heard Mojo Nixon many, many, many times. Just, just anyway. So we're just, uh, we blackguards want to just say a big, 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 uh, you know, farewell to the big man. You know, amazing performer. I only got to see him once in concert, and but change your life. Yeah, change your life. So yeah, I saw it. I was like, oh man. Yeah, With so many of our close friends. Uh, knew or worked with a guy. Yeah, yeah. And Pete, Pete was his. That I, I went straight to Pete. In my head. I, I I texted Pete this morning. When I found out. I was just, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Pete. Is this Pete's a? Uh, we've talked about him a thousand million zillion times. Uh, just blackguards owe him so much. Yeah, 
Continental, started at the Continental Club and, and beyond. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, a peak story. Uh, he he does a he does a uh, he does a Johnny Horton song, uh, the Battle of New Orleans. He does that better than anybody on the world, anybody on the planet, anybody that's ever seen the planet Earth. Nobody does it better than, than Pete. Uh, he just sings it like it's uh, your know, David Lee Roth says. You know, you have to sing like like your life depends on it. That's that's how he sings it. He delivers. He delivers. That. So he just and uh, anyway, um, uh, we were. Uh, I think it was on the it was it was on the dole, and uh, it was my first attempt at doing an Irish rock band, and uh, Pete had just, was just all over it, just just yes, this is and he was giving me CDs. Hey, listen to this, listen to this band called Shoulder out of Austin that he used to play with. Oh. He, he'd sit in with, but uh, uh, I, I, the, the other story I told on Slappercast uh, was. Uh, we know Chuck Berry would come to town. He would get the band. He, he you know, he put together the house. Well, they, the, his crew, his team would put together the house band for him. And Pete was always his piano player. And there's a great picture of Chuck Berry looking at what watching Pete's hands yeah. as he was playing. And that's that's Pete Gordon. He's just amazing, amazing player, and and a better friend. Uh, you, you you just you just won't find a better friend than Pete Gordon. Anyway, so our our that's that's our that's our my my little downer today for. Yeah, sorry, man. Sorry, yeah, Bojo, Bojo Dixon. So uh, anyway, moving on. Soon we'll have SJC on. Yes. When's that happening? He said, just let us know. Did you so, Did you ever post that video? Which video? Your Your California SJC. Some stuff I posted. Some stuff. Is there yeah. not a, There's not a There's not a turbo production on that. Not yet. It was kind of busy, so we were. I didn't have as much camera as I thought I was going to have. You oh. know, I had some like at the beginning when we were setting up and then we didn't get a good shot of all the drummers. I do have that picture, so I can share that. I haven't yeah. shared that yet. So I know they were putting together some video and uh, I talked to Matt yesterday and he said that they were going to send it out. And so uh, they'll be sharing it and they're putting it because they have video crews there. So they're oh, good, good, doing good. all their production on that. And so Yeah, a lot of people have been asking about that. They yeah. wanted to see it. Yeah. So we'll get that soon. So SJC, for those kids that don't know, that's who uh, uh, Turbo sponsored by, and uh, the drums have not sounded better. I don't believe. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a couple of these things together too, and so these uh, just a couple new projects. I'm actually adding a couple of snare drums, a couple of different sounds for yeah. different rooms that we play in. Yeah, and uh, something for the bigger rooms, and then something for the smaller rooms, and so that way I can I don't have to adapt to the room as much. The drum will help me a little bit. Yeah, and so. Um, we got some cool stuff. I'm going to keep it under wraps until it comes out. But yeah. it's, it's really cool. I talked to him yesterday and we're starting the designs of them. And so we're going to add three new snare drums to the collection. Very cool. It's going to be great. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, those guys, I, I just, you know, ever since Mike McAloon, uh, you know, started the SJC addiction, our, our, our drums have just always, I, I, I remember many times, I, I can't list one in particular, but I can tell you that many, many times we'd be on a stage where there'd be other drummers and Mike would get up there, put the kid up and he'd go, dat, doom, doom. The guy, the guy in the talk pack would go, uh, oh, good, a good, uh, you know, real kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And the same thing with 12th Street, yeah. uh, 12th Street Bar in Huntsville. Yeah. The SJC drum sounded like thunder. Yeah. There's a go, go, go. 
And they all had nice drums. Everybody had nice drums. I thought there was four bands total that night. Yeah. There. And everybody had good drums. You know it sounds great, too, when the other musicians are coming up to you. Yes. Hey, man, what's your kit? Yeah. And I had a few questions like yeah. that. I was like, oh. And yeah. I love that tour series. And it's funny. That's not even my custom kit. But that one, I'm just like, I was telling my man, I'm, a, I'm addicted to this kit. Yeah. That bass drum is ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice. Thunderous. So now I'm like, man, I need a, I'm trying to get a, I was looking, I go, I need a rack for the corner of my house. And I'm yeah. Like, I have all my snare drums. And so I was like, you know, I want to get something more rotating because I was talking to him like the custom kit is amazing, but man, this thing's, I can't road dog this kit. Not at the rate we do. My, yeah. It'll get, it'll get beat up, you know, and I want that one to be a little more preserved. So yeah, I'm sort of getting one that I can get in between, you know, and, uh, and add to it. But. Trying to develop character by getting road worn, maybe. Yeah. The one that you take out on the road. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like, I mean, the tour series kit, it's like, let that thing kind of be the, yeah. the road I don't dog. want to say bread and butter, but you know, that's the road dog kit. And then, but then I can rotate snares, you know, so then yeah. I can kind of have the creativity of just the all black kit, you know, I can have some fun in it. And then, you know, I got all the heads and different things and kind of mix it up. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be fun, but yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. we also talked about, we also talked about cover song with Cakes God and said anything by Prince. Great, great, great suggestion. Uh, young, young Miss Kate Scott, and then uh, uh, Kelly Navarro had said some. She'd been listening to some some reggae, and uh, she had said, "I, I need to uh, reacquaint or I need to acquaint myself with the band." But uh, I want to check that out too because uh, it's funny. I have two songs, uh, two songs. I'm just going to say the fucking titles because I don't care. He just doesn't care. One is Pirates Paradise, and the other one is uh, is a uh, Trojan Horse. And actually, I, I love that. I made myself. I made myself write lyrics this morning for Trojan Horse because I, I kept going. No, no, I don't like it. So I sat down here with that with my. So you're dead. You just fucking yeah. Yeah, I'm so what? fucked up right now. What you wrote the lyrics down? I'm so fucked I, up. Well, I, it's not me there, but yeah. So this is my. This is my. This is my beloved. This is a. This is a. Uh, this was given to me by Davey Bryan, and this 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 thing here is going to be. Uh, uh, the late great Davey Bryan. This and uh, this is going to be. Uh, if, if I ever learn how to play guitar, it's because it's going to be good because of this guitar. I love this thing, not because not just because Davey gave it to me, but because I, I, it's just uh, he 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 had said a few things to me, and this guitar kind of reminds me of it all the time, and so I love this thing. Well, the, so, cute, the funny thing with that too is that he used to give you. It used to be kind of against strats, like you just didn't think that they were your thing, right? Like it was. I, I still can't get a good sound out of it, like because I mean, I've heard Davey play it. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I remember you. Maybe, maybe I just remember there was one time you you're playing a guitar that you'd borrowed. I yes, remember. it was just, it was a GNL. Was yeah, a it wasn't a, well, it wasn't it? It was something else other than a strat. But Davey goes. Be that he commented on Facebook. Be that a bloody strat? Yes, <laughs> he's never it, seen it, you. It was again. a GNL. Strat. Was it GNL? Okay. Yeah. So, so Fender, when they sold out, when they sold Fender, they started GNL for a short time. Okay. At GNL, then they went back to Fender anyway. So, but at Berkeley Assistant had loaned me a. Oh, okay. A thing, and JV had commented on it. Like, oh, yo. Now I've got a good sound on these now with the uh, with the app modelers, but, but when when you're coming out of a just the, the difference is again when you're playing with single coil pickups, which are these, 
uh, versus I usually play humbuckers. The, the, so they're a lot meatier. They're a lot. This is a very clean, very positive. And, and again, going back to the, my my excuse has always been: I heard Davey play this. Mm. When you hear Davey play this, you don't want to touch a guitar again. Yeah, that guy could just absolutely just just destroy on this thing. Another story I've told before on Slappercast was uh, Joe Guitar Hughes. Uh, I, thought, I want to say, I hope he's Houston legend, but he, he's a legend regardless. But I think it was Houston. But I used to go see them on Party in the Plaza. Davey was his side, that wasn't on this guitar, but Davey was his side man. Davey was the, and he would push Davey to play solos that just dropped my jaw. I just couldn't believe what I was hearing on this thing. The guy would just annihilate this thing. And I, I remember thinking, I was like, I, I don't want everyone to play that. I don't ever want my notes to be so re- refined and defined. And, you know, I mean, this was it just, anyway, so, so Davey was, was beyond, and, and, and Davey's preference was, and I wrote about this today too, uh, Davey's preference was solo acoustic, you know, him and the dobro and the slide or him and the acoustic and everything. That was his preference. He, that's what he loved to do. But I, still maintain Davy's gift. Davy should have been a strat playing blues swinging voice. Yeah. I mean, God damn, just nobody touched him. Just, he's one of those, he's one of those guys that that's just, that he, he, he should have been stratospheric and he was, you know, he's just, he, and, but I mean, again, his, his uh, catalog and the, 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 the lives that he touched, uh, you can't be you can't be disappointed with that. This this, uh, this is this thing here is 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 uh, how old is that guitar? This isn't that that old. I think he got the, he bought this when he was in Florida. Uh, I'd have to ask the lovely Carol when when he uh, when he actually purchased it. But when we were on that tour, yeah. she said, "Oh, this is from Davy," and gave it to me. I, I took it out of the case, and it had been sitting in the club. And I took it out, and it was in June. I was like, Davey. I mean, I mean, but he 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 took such care of, yeah. and I all I all often tell him there used to be a a, a, a guitar stand here, and because uh, it would it sits on a guitar guitar stand and it goes with me if I no matter where I am in the house he goes with me and um, I put it here the other day and I, I told Davey, I said nah, I'm not I don't understand but I'm going to get it and I haven't got it yet so he's I know he's angry right now but I'll I'll give him a oh, boy. You know, I'll give him a chip. <laughs> Asking for trouble. Yeah. So, uh, don't knock it out of tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he just took such good care of his gear. Everything that, it, you know, he'd take, his, he'd take his guitar out of the gig and he would tune it and then he would sound check and then he would sound check and he'd walk the room and he'd sound check and he would tune the guitar again and he'd sound check and he'd. And when, when, you're, when you're below the. You know, and ninety percent of the musicians are well below Davy's abilities, and when you're that far below what he was uh, musically, it was agitating to 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 wait for the you know let's go let's go let's go you know the show said nine, and uh, Ned Thomas would say, "Well, you got to put in the Davy factor." <laughs> okay, so it'd be nine fifteen, nine twenty, nine twenty nine, nine. 31 and then he, she played the first song but uh, hit, but you understood 
the first time he hit that chord, and it was usually the open E chord, you know, that open E with the octave thing going, and he'd, he'd hit that chord, you go, oh, got it, got it, proceed, maestro, proceed. His acoustic shows too. I, I was always because I used to play with him acoustically in, in Under the Covers before. What was the name of that? Under the Covers. Under the Covers. Great name. Go ahead. <laughs> Did you guys use backing tracks? You should have. No. Sorry. No, but he he always blew me away. That I, I never really had the great, really great acoustic gear. I had at that time. I was using an old uh, my Tankamini, direct you know no effects. I think I maybe had a tuner on. <laughs> That's all I had. And I can't remember all the stuff. Yeah, I think he had a compressor and and some kind of acoustic exciter was the things that he had. And it, he had the same, you know, the same kind of pickup gear inside whatever guitar he was using. But he always f- figured out. You know, that's the thing I always hated about acoustic playing acoustic shows is that piezo pickups those things have. You always hear they just don't sound natural. Something he did to his gear, he, his acoustic always sounded like a million fucking dollars. And like I, an orchestra. Yeah. He just, he and was, he tried to teach me. It was gear. It was partially gear dependent, the stuff he was using, but he also knew how to dial it in and he would spend time, you know, getting, yeah. getting the EQ right. And, but he was a master at it. It was incredible. Yeah. He could have sold. <laughs> he probably could have, probably could have made money selling, you know, selling online classes of how to, how to EQ at a acoustic guitar. For yeah. Live, live yeah. Show. I mean, those people that, that do those YouTube channels who I'm eternally grateful for, because I have really, I've gotten out of some jams, you know, on fixing gear. The, the 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 knowledge and the time that they take to do those videos and I have to say I, I, I wish I could subscribe and like and I, I do like I always try to comment on it and say you know just to to help well, I'm, I'm not subscribing to it because our overlords are you know YouTube I mean you can spend you do spend far too much time on that stupid bloody channel when you're when you're you know yeah. Because it just it targets just you and it just ends, yeah. so, you know and, and these things just get piled up and piled up and piled up. And oh, you like that? Well, watch this and this ten thing. Mm-hmm. So, but again, it's it, it, it's such a it's such a gift to have that at your fingertips. But again, I I I, I wish you know that, that David could have shown it. I, I you know I mean he, he's he, he's such a he's such a giving, uh, just generous to a fault. Yeah. yeah, everybody that everybody that knew him would say the same thing. Yeah, just just uh, uh, just and he would do anything for you. He would drive anywhere. He would be anything for. I mean, just anything you wanted. He's just 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 a monster. You know, the the, the best. Um, and and we still have we still have a lot of work to do today. We do, gents. And this Slappercast, as fun as it is, we need to. Uh, we need to wind up. Maybe we'll do a little, uh, little, little uh, dirty south. Uh, yes. Pick up. Well, you've already that show's already come and gone for you guys, but yeah, you never know. We got some. Never know. We might have some clips for you. Yeah. It's a great. It's a really fun room. It really is. Um, but so we did say uh, Kelly tomorrow. Thank you, and uh, Kate Scott. Thank you, and um, uh, oh, and uh, uh, Emily had said Wellerman, which. Uh, uh, I know Jeff Duncan had asked us to to look into that one too. So okay, that's not that's not a difficult. I I, I love the tune of that song, and uh, see if we can we can do it. Oh, uh, John Werner also had suggested "Act Naturally" by Buck Owens. Did you see that comment? I did not see that. Yeah, are you making that up? No, no. I think he's making. I think he's making it up. I've got paperwork. Okay. <laughs> okay. He said, "I don't know what made me think of this, but Act Naturally" by Buck Owens. Oh. Which I, I know that because Ringo sang that on a, 
a Beatles, one of the early Beatles records. Was, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I'll look at you. Yeah, they're going to put me in the movies. That was in uh, Toy Story. Big star out of me. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No? Toy Story? And all Toy I got to do is act naturally. I think it was in Toy Story. I brought my kids to that when they were little babies. Not when they were little babies anymore. Oh. Anyway. Toy Story. So sad. Really? Remember the third one? When all the toys are going oh, no, down no, the no, thing? They, they were old by then. I couldn't get out. <laughs> no, man. They're like, they have all the toys going down to like the fire pit thing and you just think they're all going down and it's like... Are you going to ruin it for everybody? Spoiler. That's that's one franchise. Yeah, I'm like, is this how this is going to end? Like, I mean, that would never be one, theater. Number one for being a cartoon series that, that, act, that adults can actually enjoy, but there's four of them and they're all excellent. Yeah. Even the fourth one was good. It's pretty nice. You don't have kids. What are you doing in there? I don't want to talk about that. Uh, well, those kids are... Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we we have wow, we got we got a lot to get to today, and uh, uh, so yeah, you know, with, with all that said too, we we, we may have to we'll have to slap a little ending on this, and then uh, oh, what is the other one? Lots to do, and we're also going to be doing a ton of uh, van time, obviously because we're going back out west, so we got a lot of well, great. Uh, we got that, then we. The, the other thing is, so we we have uh, we we have we're in our twentieth year. This is year two zero. Blackguards are now twenty years old, and uh, I think and I don't think we are going to have something very 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 special arriving very very soon. It's in the works at the moment, so we're going to have something. That, and then somebody said, "Jay, I miss Jay. We haven't seen Jay in a while. Guess what? Guess where we're going in July." It's called Jay Lai because we're going up to Omaha. Yes, we are. Yeah. So we're gonna have a. We're gonna we're gonna have. Um, actually, I'm glad glad you said that because I'm gonna put that on the the thing today. We're going to be in uh, in April. We're going up again to Omaha. We're gonna play the Dubliner, mm-hmm. and then we're going out to uh, to play the, the celebration of life for our good friend Larry Williams of the Whip. Uh, I'll see it in Bollycorns with the yeah. Well, I don't know if I don't know if Sasslocks are going to join us. Oh, really? Yeah, they uh, Matt's out of town, and they're. Uh, I told him, I said, they've been carrying him for years. You don't need him." So anyway, we can we can do two sets. Okay. Or get John get John at Werner to go up there and do a solo rendition of Stranglehold. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or he could just wheel back him up. John, you in? John I, think, I think that's a beautiful idea. I think so too. Yeah, I'm I think so too. All right, Turbo, yes. Taylor. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. We'll see you next week. That's far too long. I drink when I'm hungry. I drink when I try. If the moon shall kill me, the moon shall kill me. Glad we got that on fucking tape. God damn it.